What is Peace Brain? Peace Brain is the synergistic connection between our mental and emotional bodies, blending the electrical power of the mind with the magnetic force of the heart. Listen and explore how to create unity worldwide as we blend science and metaphysics and open our hearts and minds to the possibilities of peace on earth and create the life we are each destined for. Featured guests range from angel communicators to zoologists and everything in between. Now here is your host, Dr. Gail Lash. Hello and welcome to the Peace Brain Show. This is your host, Dr. Gail Lash, and I'm so happy that you're here today. Today I have one of my favorite people, Jane Holmes, is on. She's back on to the Peace Brain Show, and we were talking about myself last time when I had her on, and she interviewed me about my life and what's made me who I am and all that good stuff. And tonight, we're going to be talking about her and her life, which has been an extraordinary life, and she's got lots of it to go, but uh, we also want to talk about just kind of what's made her who she is, and, and with that, stretching out the analogy of who, what has made each one of us who we are. So, as always, I will open the show with a quote in just a minute, and then Jane and I will have a conversation for about 40 minutes or so, and then we will go into the transformative peace brain meditation at the end. So please stay tuned to, for that meditation as well. All right. Well, I want to open the show with a quote, and this is just lovely. It's very short, but when I went to my stash of quotes that I have on my computer, this was the first one that came up, and it was perfect for tonight. And it is from Reba McIntyre, and she says, To succeed in life, you need three things, a wishbone, a backbone, and a funny bone. And I love this quote because it is so true. It is so true. And the lady that we have on tonight, Jane, has all three of these. <laughs> so I'm just delighted to have her be part of this. And um, and definitely, you know, the wishbone, backbone, and funny bone. So let me introduce Jane to you. First of all, she lives here in Atlanta, Georgia, in the United States. And uh, she is an artist, she's a photographer, a phenomenal photographer, and she's so much more than that as well. Uh, I want to read you her, her photographer, photography bio first, and then we'll talk about the other many facets about her. So she is a woman of many facets. She, her enthusiasm and creativity make her one of the most sought-after ph- photographers in the Southeast, whether she's photographing, ah, sorry, photographing, hmm, an exquisite art collection, the portraits of top corporate executives, industrial catalogs, portfolios, special events or celebrities, Jane assures the best quality photography photographs and an exciting, fun-filled photo session. Her career began in Albany, Georgia, where she studied photojournalism and worked on her high school newspaper staff. After a few years as a part-time photographer, Jane turned her passion into a full-time business. She has photographed for many um, to uh, corporate clients, including Remax, American Express, Hewlett Packard, SMC3, First Union, Prudential, and HBO. Jane has also been called to photograph many celebrities, politicians, and special events. A few are Oprah Winfrey, Barbara Mandrell, uh, Elizabeth Dole, Max Cleland, uh, Brett Butler, Rupert. 
RuPaul and Mayor Shirley Franklin here in Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, my gosh, that's amazing. So Jane and I know each other from Living Foods Institute, where she was the director for 20 years or so, probably over that. Uh, and she's very much into healthy lifestyle, into uh, the raw and living foods, into teaching about detoxification, stress management, emotional healing. She's a coach. She's a teacher. She is a speaker. So along with all of her talents as a photographer, you please check her out. She has a wonderful Facebook page, uh, Jane Holmes. That's H-O-L-M-E-S. Uh, and Jane, of course, J-A-N-E. So welcome, Jane, to the Peace Brain Show. <laughs> Thank you, Gail. So good to talk with you tonight. Uh, sorry, I uh, fumbled over some of the words there, but you have such a wonderful bio. Oh my goodness! And I love oh, Reba's quote. You, you definitely are all those things. You have an amazing sense of of humor that I really appreciate. I just want to mention that. Give a shout out to your sense of humor as well. So well, thank you. You know, they do say laughter is the best medicine, right? It is. You're absolutely correct. It is. Um, yes, definitely. And in fact, I think we've seen some, I remember Greg Braden, I think, had some classes, or maybe it was Wayne Dyer as well, talking about people who've healed themselves from really serious diseases just by watching funny movies. In other words, bringing yeah. that laughter, that spirit back into the body, the physical body, and the body knows how to heal itself, so... You were very familiar exactly. with all of those techniques because you taught them, I know, for years and years and years. <laughs> so oh, yeah. where do you want to start? Well, let's just take it from there. You know, um, I was the director at Living Foods Institute, and my passion uh, being there through the years developed into teaching and sharing um our mental thinking, stress management, our emotional healing, detoxing our mind, detoxing our homes, uh, and really how to live a healthier level of, in all of our lives, you know, mind, body, and spirit. Um, many people will feel like uh, if they're sick that, you know, let's go to the doctor, let's do this. Many people will turn to you know, herbs and supplements, oh, let me exercise. What I found out through the years, Gail, as you did, many people forgot those things around their emotional self, their mental thinking, and their stress management. And I have found, and for myself, I really do believe there is an emotional component behind every health challenge, anything from high blood pressure, diabetes, cancer, and what I saw for all the years that I did this, and I'm still doing this, when people will stop to address those things, their emotional healing, stress management, and mental thinking, then the physical self can really begin to heal. And just like you were saying about laughter, you know, when I think about laughter, as you know, everything is about energy, correct? Yes. That it's, it's, it is about energy and our cells vibrate at certain energies and, um, to laugh. Oh my goodness. What that does for the body, what it does for your soul. So that's part of what I've done through the years. 
um, and still do that. And I really do believe uh, the power of our minds and believe in the power of our words. And I know you and I have talked about that um, many, many, many times, the our communication. Well, let's and, talk about that for a second because words are so powerful. You're absolutely correct. And I know there's there's this whole train of thought and, and teachings talking about how we can talk in a positive manner, not a negative manner. And, for example, um, if you're working with a little child who's hitting the dog, let's say, then you can say, be gentle, as opposed to don't hit the dog. <laughs> and And it really, then that be gentle is the direction the child takes and knows what to do, not... We don't we don't always listen to what not to do because we don't always hear the not. <laughs> and we hear the what we're not supposed to do and that just reinforces it. Oh, absolutely. You know, and and the thing I found out is that we say things so quickly that sometimes we don't even realize what we're speaking out. And I I'm a firm believer in what we speak out comes back to us. And, yes. you know, and, and, and I know you heard this in class with us many, many times, Gail. You know, one of the students might say, my back is killing me. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 not on my watch. Because that's a very <laughs> powerful statement, you know. Yes, it my is. back is killing me or my head is killing me. And I think, what is it that I am speaking out, that I am drawing into my existence? Um, mm-hmm. So I would just really support everyone to think about what you are thinking about. Think about what you are speaking out. And um, I had um, something come up for me the other day. A friend of mine was talking about um, carrying something. They were, had a platter, and they said, oh, I hope I don't fall. And I'm like, exactly. You said what now? <laughs> you know, you know. And it would be more about thinking about I walk, you know, uprightly, you know, I, I'm, I'm firm, I'm, you know, I stand upright, you know, whatever that may be, but just have an awareness of the words that we are using. Very yes. yes, absolutely. And the body feels it and knows it. I mean, just that example you just gave of I hope I don't fall, I've, I don't know how many times I've, like I will trip or something if I have a think a thought like that, like oh I hope I can carry this the the whole way or wherever I'm going, and and it's just it's amazing the body will actually do those things, whereas you're right if you say stand up right, walk tall, walk gently, uh, easily through this path whatever it is, the body will go oh yeah okay I can do that too, <laughs> so it's exactly. it is amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, you are very correct. Much and so you're getting into affirmations. I know, Jane, you are very big into affirmations. And you have some yes. amazing ones that you used to always do in the circle at Living Foods Institute. And you want to share some of those? Oh, absolutely. You know, I think one of the affirmations, uh, Gail, well, let, let's start. Let's start with this one. Um, and a lot of folks listening possibly thinking about going into the new year. You know, what? how are the changes going to be? What is it going to look like? And I just, again, challenge you to think about what it is you do want um, and think about the things. Maybe there is a new position, a new job, and be very, very careful 
about how you think about your job. If you're in a position that maybe you don't like your job, I've always felt like several things could happen. Either you could be let go, um, you know, it could be downsized, you could be given a promotion to a position that you like even less. So <laughs> an affirmation around jobs and positions, it goes like this. I give thanks in knowing that new doors of opportunity open to me with ease, love, and joy. And I share that with the understanding, the way that I word that is, first of all, let's come from a place of gratitude. I give thanks. In everything that we do, coming from a space of an attitude of gratitude, because the truth is, as you know, Gail, you've traveled all over this world, and I've done a lot of traveling myself. We are a blessed people. We really are. And the truth is, we got up this morning. We're blessed. We're blessed. Yeah, that's you know, true. But, so come, come from a space of, 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 of uh, gratitude. I give thanks in knowing. And just put yourself in that spot of, I know, I know, I know. So I give thanks in knowing that. And just fill in the blanks. I give thanks in knowing that expected and unexpected income come to my life with ease, love, and joy. I am smart. I am prosperous. I am abundant. I am loved. I am loving. I send love. I receive love. I love and approve of myself. And one I'd like to share, Gail, about our health in particular is Coming from that same space, I give thanks in knowing that every cell, every bone, every fiber of my being is in perfect and right health now and always, and so it is. Mm, thank and, you. And, 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 thank you. And, and you know, I'm I'm very very cautious when. When I speak um, to people about their health and just to, again, let everybody know it's, it's real easy, as you and I know, Gail, because we both had health challenges in our life. It's yeah. really, really easy to sit back and say, oh, I'm so sick and tired of being sick and tired. Or, or you know, many people have come to me and, you know, they say, you know, I've prayed. Dear God, let this cancer leave my body. Herein lies the challenge. What I put my attention on grows. And if I am praying, if I am believing, if I am thinking, oh, dear God, let this cancer leave my body. Please, I don't need this high blood pressure anymore. Thank you for taking care of getting this, you know, out of my body now. Whatever we speak out, that's what we're putting our attention on. So with the affirmation that I just shared, it addresses no dis-ease. It addresses only health and wellness. It covers it. I give thanks in knowing that every cell, every bone, Every fiber of my being is in perfect and right health now and always. 
And so it is. And so mm. it is. Yes, that's beautiful. And you're right, so Thank powerful. You. Because it focuses on the, as you said, the well-being. And that's really what the world is all about, is in anything. You've used it in this example for health. But let's also focus it, as you said, in your job and in our relationships and in our communities and, um, you know, producing food for the world and all of that, that we're in well-being because it's about what we can imagine actually comes into creation because we, we, we are thinking it. Our thoughts create reality. Exactly. And that's so powerful. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. and going to what you, what you really, the heart of you is about peace. You know, and I don't remember if you remember several, several years ago, actually in our neighborhoods, they put up signs um, in, in and around different communities about no more war, no more war, no more yeah. war, no more war. And, you know, somebody wanted to put one in the yard, and I looked at it for about a day, and then I took it down, and I said, I tell you what, <laughs> you bring me a sign that says, peace on earth, and I'll put it up. Because yep. every time I looked at that sign, what was I saying to myself? The word was war, war, war. So yes. it's also very, very important, I believe, to be aware about, you know, what are we listening to? What kind of music do we listen to? You know, what kind of uh, the news, we don't need to even get there, however, you know, just remember it's very important what we have in and around our homes, our cars, our communication with others. It's true. And, and you and, and Mother Teresa are in the same boat, the same thinking, because she said as well, uh, you know, I, if you invite me to a war, an anti-war rally, I will not come. But you invite me to a peace rally and I'll be there. And it's, exactly. it's so, it's really about, you're right, what, putting forth what we want, not what we don't want. Yeah, excellent exactly. job. Excellent job. You know, mm-hmm. well, you know, one of the, one of the things that I, um, also shared in class, and I'm just gonna put it out there, um, that it's, it's a passage that says, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. It didn't say start with what you eat. It didn't say start with your exercise. It didn't say start with anything but renew your mind. And here we are going to be going into a new year. And how many of us, oh, my goodness, I don't know if you made any new year resolutions in your life, however. Uh, (laughs) So, you know, if we want to transform our life, we've got to start somewhere. And, Mm -hmm. you know, many times I would say change my attitude, change my life. Now, the beauty in this, the beauty in this for me is, is really getting to that understanding that I and I alone am the only one that can do this in my life. Now, when I understand that, that also means that I have no control over anybody else. So if anyone listening Mm -hmm. to this is thinking, oh, I cannot wait to tell my husband this. I cannot wait to, you know, I'm going to change him. (laughs) Forget it. 
It will not happen. You're not going to change anyone. The greatest thing I feel that I can do for others is to send them love and to release them to their greatest and highest good. Yes, that's called the, allow, so of, the law of allowing. Mm-hmm. Yes, the law allow of everyone Absolutely. to be on the path where they're on, and and they're perfect as just where they are, just as we are exactly. as well. <laughs> yes, yeah. indeed, indeed. Mm, yes. Excellent. It is all, it is all about you know at the attitude of gratitude and to and and being only in control of our own selves because that's. That's the power. The power is within. The power is, okay, I have choice and of how I want to feel, how I want to act, how I want to think. And that's hard sometimes, but that is also why we're here, I think, on the planet is to experience this, this evolution of the human spirit and of how we can start to elevate our thoughts and our deeds and our words, our actions, and what we're creating in the world is it's really up to each individual person and you're correct i you know i can't change anyone else and and it's not for me to do that it's for me to change me so yeah excellent point thank you exactly so, and you, and you brought, brought up one good point there i'd like to mm-hmm. mention uh sure. for everyone it is one of my affirmations has always been my power is in the present moment When I can really get into that space and understand what happened 10, 20, 30 years ago, it is over. It is over. However, I also must accept and realize that what I did this morning, it's done. It Mm -hmm. is done. And and we have no control over that. I can't go back, undo, redo, reboot, and do anything about the past. But the beauty is that in every moment, we have the power, as you said, to make a different decision, to make a change, uh, to be at peace, you know, and just stop in that moment and say, this is the moment that I am I am in, what do I choose to do with it? Excellent. Yeah. You're right. Our future is created from the present. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yes. I want to talk about your photography because your photography is so beautiful and it is in the moment when you are doing it very much, whether it's a flower or a person or or a building, whatever you are uh, photographing, it is in the moment. So tell us a little bit about what makes it so special for you to be a photographer. Oh, well, it is, for me, I think that allowing the creative spirit to come out and to explore and look at things from a different angle, if you would, you know, and to really see, for me, it's also about seeing the beauty in everything. And mm-hmm. as you said, be it, be it, be it, be it to be a flower, be it a sunrise, uh, be it a tree, be it a leaf, be it a person, you know, where is the beauty in this? And how can I help bring it forth 
to express it. And, and, you know, whatever I'm photographing, as you said, be it a building or be it a flower, uh, it is about, I believe, an expression of, of beauty and love. And that, um, I really, really have enjoyed that for many, many, many years. And um, so it's it's been um, a, quite a journey for me. I've had the opportunity, as you said, to photograph many, many people in my lifetime and many different projects, yours being one which I have just been honored to be a part of your journey with all the photography and, you know, video that we've been doing. What an amazing journey to be a part of it. And, you know, to see the beauty and all that. And, you know, as we've talked about the the many lessons that both of us, I feel, have learned in that journey that we've been on together in this process of what you're going through and photographing you know your family and 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 and, and many of the communications y'all have had with each other. It's just been amazing. So I love photography. Oh, I'm grateful that you've been part of this. And for anyone listening, there was a whole radio show we had last time on it. Of I am going through all of my ancestral photographs and and letters and you know notebooks and all kinds of things from both my childhood and my parents and my grandparents and even great-grandparents that I've got some stuff, and basically taking pictures of it and then doing some little videos of stories about the stories because stories is what we have each create about who we are and, and what our life is about. And it's been fun to remember those and archive those on digital media and then chuck all the actual stuff. <laughs> so, so as far as... Um, yeah, photographs, it's interesting because obviously they've come a long way from being the actual huge cameras and lugging around hundreds of pounds of equipment and um, having to to really come up with some some amazing photography from the past. I'm thinking about in the late 1800s and wildlife photographs, well, photographers that were there with these big, huge cameras and photographing the wilderness. Oh, yeah. And now we've got, you know, our iPhones or whatever it was in our pockets and we can photograph things. But it's it's and it's of course digital. Tell what's been kind of your journey on that because I know you've spanned all of this kind well not all. You haven't been here since the late 1800s. <clears throat> but <laughs> darn. See, I'm doing very well. <laughs> um, you 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 look very well. Yes, you do. So but you you've experienced the dark room, if you will, of, of making your own um, photographic prints and then also into the digital age here. So what have been some of the key insights, I guess, in those transitions over the years? Oh, thank you. That's a great question because I actually have had the opportunity to work on some of the large format cameras. Uh, my first camera uh, was actually what is called a two and a quarter. So it's a, a, the negative mm-hmm. is actually a two and a quarter by two and a quarter, which was just fabulous. And, you know, I really, really have had some amazing experiences and for me working on film. And it was a great process being in there in the, the dark room and watching the image, you know, come to life, so to speak. So mm-hmm. 
when the digital, you know, came out and I wasn't putting the roll of film in there, I was like, oh, I just don't know. This is just going to be so it was like, <laughs> you know, is it going to be as clear? Is it going to be as good? And so I had to do exactly what I have shared, change my attitude, change my life. Mm-hmm. And to realize, wow, in a moment, I can get my iPhone out there and I can I can just shoot away in a heartbeat. And I don't have to worry about the film. I don't have to worry about, you know, getting it to the lab. And, it, and so it has definitely been a change for me. But it's also, you know, I've realized I can still have prints made. One of the things that I do with many of my prints, um, through the years, I have hand-colored my prints. So I mm. take it to a whole other level of art. And right. I can still do the black and white work, I can do the color work, and I can do the hand-color work. So it's it, it has been a lesson for me in changing my attitude <laughs> and just, <laughs> you know, still know that I enjoy it. It's just more compact and easier to use now, yes. and yeah, I, still, I still, I still have great joy in it. Great, great joy in it. You know, whether it's an event or you know a beach, um, I'm, I'm right there. Well, and I know that you still have all the photographic equipment, like you have set up in in my house to do our videography, your your lights and your um, all of your different equipment that to to really make it be special and and so you still lug around the big duffel bag <laughs> when you need to and and different uh, equipment and roll it around that that you need for that but it's it really has come a long way now i want to i want to first of all for our listeners we're tuning in to jane holmes she's a dear friend she's a photographer she also does lectures and and speaks and teaches classes and emotional healing and uh, raw and living foods and just amazing multifaceted as we said earlier. But one thing I want to get in touch with with you is that you had said you've shared with me that photography became your way to kind of come out of your shell when you were a child, when you were young, like a teenager. Tell us a little bit about that. If you would. Well, thank you. Oh, absolutely. Well, a little bit about my story and background. Um, as I always like to start, um, I like to share that I'm a pound puppy. I'm adopted. <laughs> and I always told my mother that one day I was going to write a book, Path of a Pound Puppy, an adoptee story. And oh, I, I share it. that with people because I will tell you it's had a great impact on my life in many, many great and wonderful ways and some other ways that I've had to really work on myself. And photography became part of that path of working on myself. Uh, you know, Gail, as we've talked about, you know, you and I both, we, you know, we had some great home life. We had some great parents, uh, great relatives. Um, I grew up with Quite a background with grandparents, aunts, and uncles, and um, in the South, I grew up uh, going to church and quite instilled with, you know, a firm foundation of, you know, the, the the Bible and what, of course, their beliefs were. 
and that went a long way with me also. Um, and I was I always say, and I don't deny, I felt like I was one of those kids that, you know, pretty much anything I wanted to some degree, um, I got. You know, I was very loved, very, 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 very loved. Um, and I ended up in, in my 20s, I had some, some health challenges and uh, didn't understand what all of it was about and certainly had no knowledge. I'd never been exposed to holistic health. And there was things about my health. I ended up doing surgeries and medications and all kinds of things I ended up doing. And I got to a point in my life, I went through depression. For anybody that has dealt with depression, it it's real. It's 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 there, and and so I had to start doing some some digging and understanding on my own of what was going on with myself. And one of the things that I realized um, and came up for me in my life was that um, I had had some sexual abuse in my life, and I had to really deal with that. And that. Over a period of time, Gail, as as you know, once I got into this work, I had to deal with radical forgiveness. Mm-hmm. I had to deal with unconditional love. I had to deal with letting go of the past. But at the root of it all, I had to learn about loving the self. Because what happened for me is... Um, I had the knowledge of being adopted. Um, some of the issues I personally dealt with was a feeling of not good enough. Now, you and I have talked about this before, and there was things I think that were, were even for you. You know, just that thought, I'm not good enough. And, it, you know, just because I was adopted doesn't mean that that only, you know, comes from that. But uh, that was one of the things that I had to deal I'm not good enough, I'm not loved enough, or what I thought, I must not have been loved, she gave me away. And it was always this point of, you know, feeling about who may reject me. You know, as a child, you know, as you were talking about, Gail, stories, we all have our stories. Well, good grief, I can tell you, I made up some stories in my head, you know, that, oh, they're probably not going <laughs> to uh-huh. like me. I'm probably not going to be good enough. I'm not going, I'm not smart enough. Um, one thing that it was very interesting, and, and this is a, a really a great lesson to continue to learn, that I was born in November, and when I started the school, um, they 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 thought that possibly I just needed to wait another year, but I went on in and I got to the third grade. And believe it or not, I was having a little challenge with math in the third grade. You know, I just that third grade math. Mm-hmm. But at any rate, you know, they had a my parents had a conference with my teachers, and um, she said to my parents, "Oh, she's just about six months behind." She'll she'll catch up. Interesting enough, Gail, I did not realize how that had impacted my life until I started teaching this, that Mm. I had thought on some level in my life I was always six months behind everybody. 
And I want to share that with everybody, Gail, because, you know, many times we think, oh, well, you know, we, we hear things from our parents, our parents, our parents, our parents. Not necessarily. This was a third grade teacher. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the impact that it had on me was just actually crazy-making because as a child you don't realize that, but it seeps into our subconscious, I believe. And uh, it stayed with me for a number of years. So, you know, as I was sharing my affirmations, those affirmations that I always share, uh, and if anybody listens to my affirmations, they will know a lot about me when I say I am smart that there was a time I did not feel smart at all. When I say things like I love and approve of myself, believe you me, there was times that I did not love and approve of myself at all. But as I moved through this time in my life with the depressions and knowing about the abuse, um, I actually, and to be very honest about it, I actually entered into traditional therapy and um got a you know a, some great work done um ended up you know I, I would write things down and um that was a great release for me and at, again as i went through this process and ultimately began to teach this i truly had to get to a point in understanding that whatever happened in my past happened and it is over I can't go back, I can't undo it, redo it. And the other thing that I realized is it did not serve me well to hang on to anger because every emotion is stored in the body. And anger definitely stores in the body. And it's like that cancer, it just eats away at the self. And so I had to be willing to let it go and to be okay to know that I I am okay and that I have the power over my life um, to grow, to change, and to move through any situation that I choose to move through. And so, again, my big lesson it certainly have been around forgiveness. And, you know, Gail, there is a difference in traditional forgiveness and radical forgiveness. And I have so really talk about it. Learned that was Okay. So with traditional forgiveness, um, and I, I will say for those anyone that that knows this, this this teaching, the radical forgiveness that I'm talking about, actually I'd like to you know contribute it to who I was taught by, which is Colin Tippin, just an amazing man. But um, he he talks about that with traditional forgiveness, the willingness to forgive is present. But so is the residual need to condemn. And that always meant, and I don't know how many times you might have heard this, Gail, somebody say, oh, yeah, I'm going to forgive, but don't think I'm going to forget it. Mm -hmm. I'm like, wow, 
that's powerful, you know. So, you know, the residual need to condemn is therefore, you know, it is still there. But with radical forgiveness, he says the willingness to forgive is present, but not the need to to condemn. And basically, we drop something he terms victim consciousness, and then everything changes. Because many times, you know, I have met so many people, I being one, that said things like, oh, they did me wrong. You did such and such, and therefore I am where I am today in my life. Or, you know, you hurt me, and I've never been able to love again. And, you know, that is that victim consciousness mind. And so that truly was something I had to learn about was the difference in, quote, traditional forgiveness to radical forgiveness. And I'm so grateful uh, that I, I did. And, you know, understanding, for me personally, I truly believe at the root of all healing is loving and approving of the self. Now, that was big for me. That was really, really, really big because I I didn't feel worthy for so many years to really feel love. And yet it was just me with my own blocks. Well, and as you shared, with being adopted, you felt like you were given up or you weren't loved. And so that is logical that you had those thoughts from, from that action, even though probably, you know, who knows, but your mother probably said, I can't provide a great life for her. Let me give her up for adoption so someone else can give her a fantastic life. And... And in other words, had the best intentions with with total love for you. Uh, so the loving and approving of yourself, if you felt like your mother didn't approve of you, would certainly be a logical con- uh, extension of that thought, even though it wasn't obviously true. Right. Well, you know, and there's many things for me that I've had to look at and and understand for myself, first of all, that my biological mother, father, they 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 did the greatest thing for me. It was best. Mm-hmm. And I, I ended up in a an amazing family. I have I'm still, you know, loved by you know, my brother, my I have an an aunt that's just wonderful, uh cousins, you know, so I'm I'm still very, very, very loved. And so it took me a while, but I finally got to a space scale that I could think about my biological mother and actually thank her and oh, be in a place of gratitude, you know, and then and really and then bless her because as I grew up and I saw other mothers in my life, I thought, wow, that must have been and could have been a really, really hard thing for her to do even though she maybe knew in her own heart that it was the best thing to do for her, for me, that must have been a hard decision to make. And, and you know, through my teenage years, quite honestly, and on to my 20s, and I still have a tinge of it every now and then, there were times I wondered, especially when my birthday would roll around for years, I wonder if she remembered me. Mm, and wow. I, 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 I have heard 
And I've said that to many mothers through the years, and I say, oh, you never forget the birth of a child. I'm like, okay, so I'm just going <laughs> to take that. But, you know, as as much as I know, I know, I know, I know, I am blessed. I am blessed. I am so, so blessed on so many levels. I realize and I do feel that my life has gotten to a place and I am in a place in my life that it's, it is about me sharing what it has been and what it has done and what the opportunities could be for other people to change their lives. So whatever it was that I've gone through, to me, it's just been my path that yeah. I was supposed to be on, that now I'm here to be able to share, you know, with you, with your listeners and anyone else that, you know, I can help. I feel I'm here to love and to serve, and that's been a part of my path and a part of my healing journey. Um, and to know that I do have the opportunity every day to continue to create what it is I want in my life and to understand now that what I think is very powerful, I did not always get that. As I was growing up, you know, I, I just went through every whim and, and fancy about what was going on in my life. And it created health challenges. And I'll, I'll share this. Um, when I was in my 20s, I actually had um, lumps in my breast and cysts on my ovaries. Um, after that, um, several years after that, I started having seizures. And when I look up and and see the things that, um, the, you know, what those represent in life and, and, and things like that, I realized that, um, you know, that was part of my emotional self creating these things too. Now, I want everybody to know I am in perfect and right health now and always. I no longer, I haven't had any seizures in years and years and years and years and years. Uh, I'm in great health, and it starts with what I think. But I know now that what I was creating uh, was, you know, it was just a, a, a train wreck, actually, Gail. I guess is the best way <laughs> that I could say that, you know. Mm -hmm. And, wow, am I so grateful that I've been able to learn and understand uh, and share and teach the things that I've been able to to teach about and as i said i still teach these things uh it's well, exactly. been quite a journey and um you know um i continue to believe that we have the power over our lives and you know the interesting thing and i i ask you this when 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 i interviewed you you know i said what now would you turn around and tell your 13 14 year old self you know, you're a 13-year-old girl yourself. And, you know, I thought about that question for myself, quite honestly, and it's like, um, you know, it, it actually comes to something that my mother shared with me, and I did not like hearing it when I was a child, but I get it better now. This too shall pass. You know, when mm. I understand in every moment mm -hmm that I have the opportunity to take a breath, that I don't have to react and to respond 
um, you know, with stress or with anger that I, I have an opportunity to take a breath uh, and to understand I can, I can change those things in my life that I need to change. Um, sometimes I will say I may not um, always recognize it as quickly as sometimes I wish I had. Um, but the thing for me I, I do get is once I recognize something, then I have not only an opportunity, but a responsibility <laughs> to do something about it. Yes. So we're getting towards the end of the show, and you've shared so many wonderful things. We've talked about how, uh, particularly one thing that's striking me is how your photography has helped bring that creative side of yourself. That I'll, I'll use the word positive, but that that divine part of yourself out to share that love and that gift with people, and that your experiences, obviously, even the quote negative ones, unquote. Um, shaped who you are and what you now can teach from authenticity to people. So what um, would you like to kind of wrap up in the last few minutes for our listeners to share with them? Thanks, Jane. It's been amazing having you on the show. (laughs) Thank you. Oh, my goodness. Thank you, Gail. You know, I love you so much and appreciate you. You know, I think one thing, there's a couple of things. One thing that I want to actually do more of coming up into the new year new year um is to be amazed be amazed uh-huh. even through my photography but be amazed at the things that i see i hear you know um and whether i've heard it put whether i look through a microscope or a telescope it's all the mm-hmm. same be amazed you know, I think uh, another thing for me is to be, um, I'm going to say more kind wherever I go, uh, you know, to allow that kindness to to really show and to be out there. Because as I say many, many times, our world needs peace. And that is who you are is about bringing peace to all areas. And um, if I want more peace in this world, I must first be peace. Because mm-hmm. I believe whatever I send out comes back. So being at peace, be aware of what I'm thinking, be aware of the words that I'm speaking, the people and relationships that I have, and just know that my power is in the present moment. And I thank you, Gail. I really do appreciate your time today. And, you know, I'm I'm here for people. I still teach. I still lecture. I'm still available for conferences, expos, um, church, uh, business group. You know, I do work with people in their homes to help cleanse the negative from their homes to really do some cleansing uh, and decluttering around their homes and their lives. So I hope some folks can um, certainly take some good value from this tonight, Gail, and if there's anything I I can do for anybody, I hope they'll get in touch with me. So thank you again so much, Gail. I love and appreciate you. Oh, I love and appreciate you, too. You are very welcome. You've been listening to Jane Holmes. 
my dear friend and photographer and teacher and speaker and all the wonderful things that we've been uh, sharing. Find out more about Jane. Thank you, Jane, for being on the Peace Brain Show. We really appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you. My pleasure. Um, Thank you, you. And you have your Facebook page is the best way to get in touch with Jane. It's Jane Holmes. That's H-O-L-M-E-S. And she's in Atlanta, Georgia, in the United States. So please friend her and message her and uh, stay in touch. It's really fantastic. So right now, I want to take us into a a Peace Brain meditation. Just take a breath. You can choose to close your eyes or not if you wish. Wow, we talked about a lot of things. I'm going to direct you or, or invite you to think about your life. Think about what's made you, you. And all those wonderful or maybe not so wonderful things that have happened to you have really come together into making you who you are. And I invite you to have gratitude for all of it and to think of an affirmation that you would like to, as Jane has just said, be amazed (laughs) every time she looks through a microscope or a telescope or any time at anything What would you like to create or be or do? What would you like to be? I know for me, I'll share, one of my favorite words is wonder. I like to have that sense of wonder when I walk through life and appreciate uh, one of my favorite spots. And I'll invite you to think of one of your favorite spots where you can have that be amazed or be wonder in that sense of wonderment is when I was sitting on the edge of the Grand Canyon and looking out over that magnificent Grand Canyon, that deep valley in the earth that goes down thousands of years, billions of years in time, and just feeling the wonder, the majesty of this amazing earth and Mother Nature herself and and God in all of that. So I invite you to create a sense of mm, amazement, wonder, beauty, grace, joy. What would it be? What could it be? That sense that you want to walk around maybe in the next day, the next week, perhaps even the next year. in that emotion, in that beautiful, quote, positive, unquote, that sense of upliftment emotion that can permeate your entire life, can permeate every action. It can permeate you making breakfast in the morning. It can permeate you feeding the dog, going to work, driving to work, um, meeting your boss, interacting with your colleagues, your your spouse, your significant other, your children. Think of those emotions, one in particular, that you would like to cultivate and be and really enjoy. And I like to think of enjoy, not E-N-J-O-Y, but I-N-J-O-Y. <laughs> so take a breath. And feel that emotion in your heart. Feel that emotion in your body, in your cells. 
and feel it in your just your every being, every part of your being. You can be that joy, that amazement, that wonder. Whatever the emotion is you choose. So I invite you to go out and practice <laughs> and have fun and laugh and really enjoy this life that we've all chosen to be here on the planet. You are unique, you are different, and that is a good thing. That is an amazing thing. You have gifts and powers and talents and purpose. And you are here for many, many reasons. So I want to bring you back to this moment, this very present moment here, wherever you're sitting and listening to this podcast, to this radio show, the Peace Brain Show. Take a breath and honor yourself. Honor yourself for being here. And have fun with that emotion that you've chosen to practice with, to be, and to encapsulate and put out forth into the world as well. I thank you for tuning into the Peace Brain Show and with my guest, Jane Holmes, photographer, artist, um, teacher, counselor, amazing woman. And uh, find out more about Jane at her Facebook page, Jane Holmes. She's in Atlanta, Georgia. And if you want to find out more about me, Dr. Gail Lash, you can go to my website, tourismforpeace.com. So I invite you to check out how we can assist you in finding peace in the world or creating your own place of peace, which then you can put on our World Peace Trails map. Yes. (laughs) So many blessings of gratitude, and thank you for tuning in today. Namaste. Have a beautiful week. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us on the Peace Brain Show. You can find us at tourismforpeace.com. Be sure to check out Dr. Gale's Akashic Records readings, her peace master plans for your business or organization, and her book, Hashtag Opt for Peace, Nine Essential Steps to Achieving Peace, Power, and Prosperity. Tune in to BBS Radio, Station One, every other Wednesday at 6 p.m. Pacific and 9 p.m. Eastern to the Peace Brain Show for your installment of wonder, inspiration, and practical peace.